0: Like I said in yesterday's episode, I'm going to talk about uh, what's been going on in the Chicago Blackhawks organization recently, and I just want to say this is a disclaimer, this is a sensitive topic, and listener discretion is advised. So let's begin today's show, and like I said, uh, the hockey world is hurting right now, but I believe we can recover from this. It's just going to take some time. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoy today's episode. You're locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devil with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer Trey Matthews, and it's currently 6.42 p.m. Eastern time, October 28th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And guys, if you missed uh, the last episode, I basically did a crossover with Jessica of Locked On Flames. We got her overall reactions from the game on Tuesday, and she also added some thoughts about the Calgary Flames organization. She gave her opinions on... Our organization as well. And we also talked about teams around the league and how it's shaping out so far. So if you haven't listened to that episode, please uh, do so. Now, if you did listen to that episode, I did mention at a couple points uh, during the beginning and also the end saying that I was going to be talking about what's going down with the Chicago Blackhawks organization with one of their former uh, prospects, Kyle Beach. Now, one of my colleagues, Jack Bushman of Locked On Blackhawks, has already done a full-fledged episode on this manner. He said it was one of the hardest episodes that he's ever had to do and I totally respect him for doing so. I'm glad he got his opinion out there, because at the end of the day, guys, we do have to give you the news. We have to give you guys our opinions, and like I said, I was waiting for Jack to post his episode, so that way I can learn from it, and I can, uh, you know, feel more comfortable sharing my opinion, because like I said, this is a very sensitive topic, and this is this is huge, and there's a lot of parties involved, and I certainly don't want to be the uh, first person to share it on this network. I have to, you know, respect that my colleague who actually covers that team has to put it out there before I do locked on NHL also did something I believe Sarah and Jessica were at the helm of that and Overall, now I just feel comfortable to share my side with it. And at the same time, I got to be sympathetic. I got to be empathetic. I got to be sensitive. I got to, you know, respect that there's a lot of hurt parties involved in all this. But my, my main focus is on Kyle Beach and his well-being because he said he's been keeping this a secret for 10 years. Now, Kyle Beach does not play for the Chicago Blackhawks currently. Right now, he's playing in Europe. He never reached the NHL. That kind of factoid is irrelevant, but I wanted to provide that information in case some of you were familiar with uh, his hockey career. A couple days ago, there was an accusation made against the Chicago Blackhawks for sexual assault. And the person who made the claim went under the name John Doe. So they were trying to keep themselves anonymous. But Uh, Kyle Beach admitted a couple days ago that he was the person who was John Doe from that accusation and that he was the player who was uh, sexually assaulted. Here's who was involved in it. So Brad Aldridge, the former film coach for the Chicago Blackhawks organization, is the one who um, uh, sexually assaulted uh, Beach. Uh, Apparently, according to Beach, uh, uh, Aldridge uh, manipulated him into doing a sexual act and he used his power to manipulate the other coaches into, you know, just putting this under the rug so that way no one spoke of this and apparently Beach did uh, express his concern to the Chicago Blackhawks organization but they just put it underneath the rug because as some of you might have uh, already been aware 2009-2010 that was the year that the Chicago Blackhawks won their first championship in a very long time so uh, according to what uh, Beach said and a few other current players and uh, also what uh, other outside parties are saying they said the Chicago Blackhawks were solely focusing on trying to win a Stanley Cup championship so not really a good look right now for the Chicago Blackhawks organization. This is an organization that's won three Stanley Cups in a, in a six-year span. They built a dynasty with Kane, Taves, uh, Hossal, all of them. And the fact that this is happening is so unfortunate. It's so sad. And quite honestly, guys, this is not... Uh, a good look for the sport of hockey. This is not what's going to push us forward because we've already, you know, done so many great things in this sport to just give it more access to people. Like, you know, we got, we finally got this new television deal. We're getting the PHF on ESPN plus, like I mentioned. And, you know, the fact that we're doing all this amazing things and something like this is happening, just really, you know, just really... I I can't find the adjective to describe it. It's just really sad to know that this happened to this player, and the fact that the organization decided to put it underneath the rug is even worse. So, look, I get this might uh, is a sensitive topic, and this might trigger some people, so... Um, I'm just saying like, you know, I'm I'm going to be talking more about this uh, incident. It is a very sensitive topic. Like I said, this is probably one of the hardest episodes that I've ever had to do. But like I told you guys in my very first episode, if something is going on, like important, whether it's in the hockey world or the real world, I want to talk about it because it's important to discuss this. So like I said, Kyle Beach was the victim in the sexual assault by Brad Aldridge. And it's worth mentioning that Aldridge went on to coach in college and high school, and he was actually convicted recently of assaulting a minors so there's a lot more uh parties involved in this situation so i want to hear what um what beach had to say about it because he did give us an update on his twitter page and also his instagram page in terms of how he's doing because like i said he came clean he went on national television and he basically told his story and he encouraged others to just speak up if something like this happens to them you know male or female because something like this is very important and you know it does happen but a lot of people just don't realize it and you know, uh, for Beach, he's absolutely right. These people are scary. These people are manipulative. And, you know, there's people who just don't care about it because the Chicago Blackhawks just said that, you know, they valued winning over the well-being of their players. And those are not my words. Just, like, look at someone like Duncan Keith who currently plays for the Edmonton Oilers. And he recently had a press conference talking about it. He said that he was not aware of this. And he said the first priority for the Chicago Blackhawks was winning a Stanley Cup. And you know what? For Duncan Keith, that was very insane sensitive of him to say during his press conference. I don't know. like He just sounded so blunt when he said it. Like It just seemed like he didn't care. I think at one point he did say that he was sorry to Beach for that happening to him. But overall, you don't start it off with uh, saying like, you know, for the Chicago Blackhawks, our first uh, priority was winning. Now you're just confirming everyone's suspicion. And that's just totally disrespectful. And it, it belittles what uh, happened to Kyle Beach. And I I don't know. Like, look, I get it that they were trying to win a Stanley Cup championship, but... At the end of the day, guys, this is sports. It's not life. Like, you know, real life events happen to these guys that need to be addressed, that need to be discussed. And like I said, this is not a good look for the Chicago Blackhawks organization. It's not a good look for hockey in general. Where do we go from here? I have no idea. And, you know, I don't want to say the wrong things because I'm not a police officer. I'm not a lawyer. I don't work closely with the Chicago Blackhawks organization. And like I said, I can only go off what I'm reading in the news, what I'm seeing in the news, whatever the case might be. So, You know, where we go from here, it's going to be a long road and, you know, what's potentially going to happen to the parties involved. Well, we've already seen a few resignations and um, you know, I'm glad that Kyle Beach went onto to the news to talk about his story because I don't care, you know, what what you think about the Chicago Blackhawks in general. But, you know, you got to admit that this is wrong and this is not how, you know, you handle situations like that. And, you know, if that's how you handle situations, that that teaches the other players in your organization or, you know, the other people that are, you know, associated with your organization that they don't really care about your problems, that they just value winning more than anything else so we'll talk more about this in a second but you know first and foremost like I do Uh, on every episode I have to give you guys a live read so the first live read comes from betonline.ag so we're back and better than ever a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds and lines than ever before. Betonline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, box and ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts and now the second live read Comes from RockAuto.com. So, with the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Winder, often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Rockauto.com is a family business serving it yourself for over 20 years rockauto.com's prices are reliably low for every consumer they have everything you need from brake parts tan lamps motor oil and even new carpet go explore their easy to use website to find the solution for your auto parts needs go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need Rock Auto. So there's actually a lot more people involved in this whole ordeal. I have some questions for the NHL, especially how they decided to uh, press this, and then I got some questions for other people within the Chicago Blackhawks organization at the time and how things are being handled right now. So, you know, I have a lot of questions for those people, and I'm basically going to tell you what their association was, what went down, and overall, what were they saying in the news? Because quite honestly, guys, you know, it just seems like from my perspective, it just doesn't seem like people are getting the severity of what Kyle Beach had to endure. So here are some more people that are involved in this, and I have some questions for them. So, Joel Quinville, who is the head coach uh, for the Florida Florida Panthers currently uh, was the head coach for the Blackhawks at the time. Then you got Stan Bowman. Uh, he recently resigned. Uh, he was the GM for the Chicago Blackhawks. Then you got Kevin Dayoff. He uh, is currently the assistant GM for the Winnipeg Jets and uh, he was associated with the Blackhawks as an assistant GM as well. And then you got Al McIsaac. Uh, he was the senior VP for Chicago for 21 years. He recently resigned. So, you know, I got some questions for Joe Quinville and uh, Stan Bowman. So, uh, Quinville and Bowman claimed that they had no idea what was going on. I don't think that's true under any circumstance because Beach said that he went to the Chicago Blackhawks organization and that they put it underneath the rug. So my question is, who do you think he turned to? Like, I, I don't think he turned to just a random person. I think he knew what he was doing in terms of, you know, just bringing it to their attention. I think he would bring it up to the general manager because that's his organization. I think he would bring it up to his head coach because he thinks that his head coach will vouch for him. And, you know, I, I just have some overall questions for, um, you know, Vol and Bowman because they're going to try to convince Gary Bettman that they knew nothing about it. But my simple question is well, who did he turn to when uh, this was all going down? And I, I just think it's a very bad look for the Chicago Blackhawks organization. I know I sound like a broken record when I say this, but it is so true. Like, who do you think he's turning to? And I, I just think the Chicago Blackhawks are just putting it underneath the rug and they're just trying to save themselves. And the fact that uh, Al McIsaac, uh, the senior VP for Chicago, once again, for 21 years, Stan Bowman uh, also resigned. So, you know, the, the fact that both of them resigned kind of, you know, shows me that they knew about something and that they're just trying to hide it underneath the rug. But that's my personal opinion. Now, obviously, I want to focus more on Beach because I I, I want this to be more of uh, just acknowledging Beach and his overall story and how we can learn from it and how just not being afraid to speak up and how it takes courage because, you know, uh, uh, guys, I've seen this a lot and I've played sports my entire life. Male athletes are projected to be like you know tough guys who don't complain about anything that don't go through anything if there's an issue that they have to handle it with their fists or whatever the case might be that's not always the truth okay like you know, we gotta break away from that stereotype because then it's gonna make players who've gone through similar ordeals similar to Beach be afraid to speak out about their issues and once they do speak out, they're ridiculed for it like, that's not how it works, guys we can't just pick and choose when it's okay to like, you know, support an athlete and not support an athlete, so I'm proud of Kyle Beach for, you know, taking initiative and he could be an inspiration for a lot of other people and a lot of other athletes as well who've gone through a lot of you know, crap from, from something Similar like this, but are afraid to speak out because they're afraid of the repercussions. And you know, quite honestly, guys, I'm I'm glad that um, you know, like I said, he spoke out, and I'm glad that he's going to be an inspiration to us all. And I think a lot of people can just learn from his story and learn what he said. And there's something else that's kind of frustrating me. It's like when I go to my search engine on Twitter and I type in Kyle Beach's name. I'm not sure if it's going to change by tomorrow morning or whatever the case might be. But when when I type up his name, there there's a word that comes up, and it does. It's not nice. Let's just say that I won't. Say say what it is specifically, but if you want to uh, do it yourself and then, you know, you can make the assumption of what I'm talking about, that doesn't help things either, guys. It doesn't just happen to a certain group of people that you think it happens to. This This can happen to literally anyone at any given moment. So, you know, the, the fact that you're just ridiculing and making fun of him and just telling him to suck it up, saying, you know, he's this big guy. He should have just beaten him up or that kind of thing. It's not always that simple because guess what, guys? What if Kyle Beach did do something to, um, you know, that monster of a man? What if he did do something? It's going to be a different story because it's going to reflect poorly on him somehow, some way, because that's how the press is, guys, that they just want... Like clicks, they don't want like you know the true story, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. They're gonna you know make their own narrative. They're gonna say, oh yeah, he did this, he did that, or you know it was over this, whatever the case might be. Like they're not gonna say it was out of self defense. They're just gonna say that Kyle Beach was being a complete tool, went crazy, and decided to punch his uh, film coach. That that's seriously how it's gonna go. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And you could disagree with me all you want on that, but that's how I personally feel like it would have gone down. So, you know, it's what I was saying at the beginning of the episode. Have empathy for, you know, people of this situation because you don't know what they were going through. You don't know what their mindset is. And for someone like Kyle Beach, who is a former prospect in the Chicago Blackhawks organization, his team is playing in the Stanley Cup finals trying to win their first Stanley Cup title in God knows how many years you know, you think he really wants to do something risky that can jeopardize his position on uh, the team and also, you know, give his team a a bad rep or bad press during an important time. I cannot speak for the man. I don't know if that was his mindset or not, but the fact that he had to deal with this uh, pain for 10 or so years really shows you how brave he actually is. And the fact that, you know, he put on his best happy face, tried to go about his business and act like nothing was wrong, even though there was a lot going on behind the scenes that we were not aware about. You know, I I think he's a soldier, guys, and we should give him more respect and we should have more class. Like, I get it's social media. I get people, you know... Feel comfortable sharing whatever they want to share behind a screen, whatever the case might be. But for people who are like that, you're just a coward, okay? Like th- this does not help the situation, okay? This is not what helps advance hockey. And the fact that you're just making these assumptions about him, you know, I I I don't know what else to say. That that that's all I have to say about that kind of uh, thing that I'm seeing on social media. And you know, I get you know people think they can share whatever they want to share on social media, but. Guess what? If you're doing that and you're just hiding behind a screen and you don't have the guts to say that to somebody's face, then you're just a coward flat out. Now, a question that a lot of people might have is, where do we go from here? Like, what's going to happen? And the uh, answer that I can provide you is a simple, I have no idea what's going to happen. Like, this is only just getting started. And I'm just giving you guys the surface of the news. And, um, you know, I'm proud that Kyle Beach once again went on to national television to, you know, share his story. Um, But, you know, uh, the one thing I have for the NHL and the Chicago Blackhawks organization is just, why? Like, I, I, isn't there a team code saying that you put your your players above anything and you put their well being above everything? Like, you know, I when I'm playing for sports teams, that's uh, one of the mindset. Whether you're injured uh, physically or emotionally, or if you're going through something, like you know, I, I thought we put the players first. Like, we don't put winning above that because at the end of the day, guys, uh, it, it, it's sports. It's not life. Like, you know, at the end of the day, these people are people outside the rank. And, you know, people suffer a lot and and go through a lot. And I I think people need to be aware of that because, you know, when we see an athlete on TV, we just see our hero that's invincible. Nothing bad can happen to them. They probably have it easy. Like they have this, they have that, they have everything they could ask for. But at the end of the day, guys, they're people like they're, they're people just like you and me. And they go through some stuff, but it's not going to end up on the news because that stuff is private. And, you know, for an important situation like this where we're trying to grow the sport of hockey, it's important for Kyle to go on TV and, you know, uh, talk about uh, what he went through because... You know, it can inspire other players to speak up on issues like that. And it can also, uh, you know, wake up the NHL and basically try to, you know, I- integrate some new policies or some new regulations. So that way something like this doesn't happen again or anytime soon. So, you know, that, that's the one thing that we need to take away from this. Like the players' well-being should come before anything. And, you know, the fact that uh, Joel Quinville was on the bench for the Florida Panthers in yesterday's game. I, I don't know what to think of that. And the fact that I, I I saw a report saying that he avoided the press and that he didn't want to talk to them, that's just a coward move. That's not a good look. That That's not how we, uh, you know, grow from this. You know, just trying to avoid it or put it underneath the rug because you're doing exactly what you did about 10 or so years ago, which is you're you're just putting it under the rug and you're just saying, oh, it didn't happen. It'll, it'll just blow by. Or the fact that uh, Stan Bowman and... Uh, McIsaac are going to try to convince the NHL that they knew nothing about it. And I, I don't know what to think of that. Just just like you, you didn't know anything about it. Who do you think he turned to? So even if he didn't turn to you, you're telling me that no one in your organization informed you about it or you didn't make it a top priority? You know, that's my overall question. Then you got current Chicago Blackhawks players, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Tays, and also former Chicago Blackhawk, Duncan Keith, just telling the press up front that they feel like Bowman and McIsaac are good people and are not complicit in what happened to Beach. That's not a good look either. Like, you're, you're doing what you did 10 or so years ago, which is you're just putting on the rug, and you're just saying, oh, you're putting your hands up, and you're just saying, like, you have no idea what happened. Like, that cannot happen. Like, I guess uh, some people are going to ask me, like, well, what do you want out of this? And, you know, I'm seeing a lot of tweets saying, like, remove all the uh, personnel involved from the Stanley Cup uh, championship trophy. Remove the 2009-2010 Chicago Blackhawks, uh, you know, from that Stanley Cup trophy. The one thing I want to see out of all that, I really just want to see justice for Beach. And I want to see more support from him. Like... You know that that that's just what I want to see out of people. That's what I want to see when this uh, thing continues to develop. I just want to see that Beach has support, whether you agree with it or not. You at least understand where he's coming from. That's at the very least, guys. That that's all I ask. Just like we support Beach, we support his story, and overall, you know, um, we, we we continue to just heal the hockey world as we progress with this. That that's what I want to take away from it. And the most important thing is. I want justice. I don't want revenge on Aldrich. I want justice. And I think that's that speaks more than just removing some people's names from the trophy. Now, you know, would it hurt? Nah, I don't think it would. But I want to see more accountability as well because I'm just seeing a lot of either finger pointing or just saying you had no association with it whatsoever. That doesn't make things any better either. And, you know, like I said, I know I've said that a lot, but it, it is so true. So, that's the one thing I want to see. I want to see justice and I want to see more accountability so that way something like this does not happen now you know we're just going to learn from this we're going to grow from this and we're going to continue to um you know play hockey and we're going to continue to try to grow the sport but at the same time when something like this happens you know it's like i've been told as a kid when you do something wrong you got to take accountability for it you can't just say you have no idea what you did because otherwise you're just playing into the problem and not being a part of the solution so, you know, I feel bad for Kyle Beach and I wish him the best and I hope he feels a lot better. But like he said in his statement, he's like, he said like uh, the hockey world still has a lot of work to do. Uh, he's glad that he's getting a lot of support and I hope he gets the help he needs, uh, you know, to recover from this mentally. I hope he's been uh, taking the right steps to do so. And I wish him the best in his uh, future hockey career playing in Europe. But at the same time, you know, I know he's been hurting for 10 years and I hope hopefully this, um, you know, Uh, Helps heal the wound just a little bit. It it, it can't heal it completely. It can't take away uh, what happened, but hopefully, this does make him feel better a little bit. And I wish the best for him. And, you know, like I said, guys, um, you know, some things are more important than hockey. Some things we do need to discuss, and some things we do need to um, just overall talk about in order, um, you know, to learn and blossom from it. And, Like I said, the hockey world was just under scrutiny uh, the past few days. Uh, Things were going down in the Chicago Blackhawks organization. And, um, you know, then this whole thing happened. And, you know... in a way, I, I just hope we can grow from it. That's all I have to say. I'm, I'm kind of lost for words right now, and I know this is a sensitive topic, and I uh, thank you for anyone who stuck by this episode. I know this is not devil's news. I know this is probably not the episode you really want to hear, but at the same time, I felt like it was an episode that was necessary to share because I can't just put it under the rug and just say uh, I didn't know anything about it or you know, I'm just going to leave it to my colleagues to talk about it because... At the end of the day, like I said, some things are just bigger than hockey. So that's all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. And uh, keep an ear out for a potential crossover in tomorrow's episode. Thanks for listening.